Hey, what up? Yo, yo, mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check, no time up. Word, word, man. Appreciate you for coming through. Appreciate everybody for listening this week for another episode of the Posted Up Podcast. Squad. Huh? I said squad. For sure, for sure, man. Well, I guess we won't waste too much time and we'll go ahead and jump right into the first topic this week. So, what is the best reheat food? Meaning it was uh, cooked already. you put it in the refrigerator and you're about to reheat it. I mean, there are several, right, that like come to mind, right? I mean, for me, my number one reheat food is probably gonna be chili, right? Cause I throw, I throw it back on the stove, throw some extra butter in there and uh, it's gonna be delicious, right? But like other foods that come to mind are like pizza, you know, everybody okay. everybody knows pizza going to do the trick. Um, oh. You know, those are the, those are my top two. You know, I think that like chili's you know, my like choice in my heart, and I think that pizza is like the generic choice. Okay, I am gonna go with pasta as my best reheat food. Um, I feel like a, a really good sauce. You know, once you let it just kind of sit together, it's it, uh, combined. Uh, that reheat game, man, is something serious on that. So. Yeah, I feel like a really good pasta, some spaghetti, you know, some Alfredo, man. That second time around, man, it might even be hitting a little bit harder. See, for me, man, I don't, I don't really like that because the noodles kind of, if it's all together, the noodles kind of start to get like a weird, a weird texture to them. What I like to do is I like to um, serve the sauce and the noodles separately, like at game time, whenever it's time to eat. And yep. then I just put the sauce up and then whenever it's time to eat seconds, I just boil fresh noodles. And then mix okay. in, and then mix in that sauce. And that's how I usually do like my pasta game. Um, whenever I'm, whenever I'm like eating it a second time, or that's really something that I reheat too often. Um, cause like I said, when I do, like uh, I've done it where I make a big pot of spaghetti, right, and then I just like try and throw it back on the stove. Every time it's like, I don't know, like the the noodles they get like too soft. You know what I'm saying? But maybe I overcook my noodles the first time, you know, and that's why it turns out that way. It might just be something in how I cook it. Oh man, so one thing you can do to kind of alleviate that a little bit is uh, hit your noodles with some olive oil uh, once you know you've strained them and everything like that. And uh, it'll keep them from being so clumpy, you know, but uh, also you definitely want to make sure you're, uh, you know, not overcooking them. That way they're not just like, you know, super mushy or like the perfect temp and then, you know, it'll continue to cook after you take it off the heat. Yeah. Aria making an appearance. Guess All right. So. <laughs> Probably get her ass fired that quick. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need her to Google this shit. We need she needs to be the one who's looking that stuff for us. Oh yeah, young Jamie on the track. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, so what's the uh, worst reheat food? And I think there's a few of those, but what comes to mind off rip when everything about uh, worst reheat food? Oh man, I mean, bad reheat foods are things like eggs. Like you can't, like you can't reheat an omelet at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that might be number one. Yeah, I think yeah. that. I think anything with like eggs, like you can't do a quiche, you can't do anything to do with eggs. Yeah, for like eggs and burgers, anything that has like bread, you know, just kind of built into it, are definitely some of the worst reheats. Like if you get a meatball sub or like a any type of chicken cheese steak like 
man, you gotta keep that stuff separate because you know a lot of times you'll run to a subway or eh, not subway, fuck them. But if uh, you go to a sub restaurant that wants to uh, be a part of this podcast, um, yeah, just that reheat gang just never really, you know, quite has that same uh, crispiness or softness to it. Yeah, I mean, even even my favorite sub shop that has the dope ass Philly cheesesteaks, I can't get a large because I can't I can't eat it all at once, and I'm not about um, throwing it in the in the microwave. I mean, like the Philly cheesesteak, if it's really good, I could if I get it to the fridge fast enough to where the grease doesn't like absorb into the bread and it all gets mushy, and yep. I can get it like micro and I can get it like refrigerated fast enough so that like the grease um, stays in the meat as it gets cold. And, yep. your, and so your bread's consistency can kind of stay together and then you, you reheat it in like a toaster oven yep. then like you can pull it off right but again it's like a risk thing like it might not work out like it's just one of the things right yeah so yep. I, I definitely like cosine on sandwiches not being like the best for for the reheat at all and not the worst but an honorable mention for me would be fried chicken or anything that's like battered like onion rings, french fries, like anything fried on that second reheat, that shit is terrible. Well, man, that's all just coming down to bread, right? Like, you know, bread's bread's bad on sandwiches when you reheat it, bread's bad on fried foods when you reheat it. I think that's the common thread on all that. Exactly, man. Fuck bread. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fucking big fucking dumbass carbs that really don't do anything for you at all, except make you fat. Oh, man, but that flavor, though, goddamn. Well, and like carbs, like everybody like hates on carbs, right? But like carbs are good, right? Like it's one of those things where, like protein and stuff like that, like it, it, that type of stuff burns like uh, burns like gasoline real fast right now. You know, carbs they burn like diesel fuel. You know what I'm saying? So like if you're gonna be working for ten hours, man, having a big breakfast sandwich or like having a donut or something with like a lot of bread is gonna be real, real good for you for like maintaining throughout a long day. Yeah, exactly, man. Alright, so I guess let's go ahead and hop into topic number two this week, which is, would you rather be stranded on a boat in the Pacific Ocean, or would you rather be in dense woods by a river? And both of those scenarios, you're going to be there for one week. I want to hear you give your answer first. Okay, so for me, I am going to pick the Pacific Ocean. Um, the reason being is there's probably not going to be any hurricanes. I don't think there's been any recorded ones in a while. Uh, the rain, I should be able to maintain just if there's like, you know, some rando thunderstorm. Um, if I'm on a boat, then I potentially have fishing equipment. Um, I mean, let's I just, assume that the, I mean, for this, for the sake of this, let's assume that the boat has fishing equipment. Yeah. So we'll uh, assume it has the fishing equipment because I mean, every boat should have it if you don't have it on a boat along with the life vest and you're just like literally on a suicide mission at that point. Well, I just feel like it's standard ops. Like, I don't know, like if I'm getting in a boat, I'm definitely going to be able to throw a lure in the water. Like, that's just like, <laughs> in my world, that's like a guarantee, you know, I just, you should have that capacity. And also we're talking about a survivability thing too. So like, let's go for it, right? Let's make it interesting. It's awesome though. Yep. Okay, so yeah, uh, you know, definitely gonna pick that. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'm thinking about worst case scenario. So I'm there for a week, but you know, let's just say shit hits the fan. Man, you're kind of stuck out there. You know, the boat 
sinks or whatever, you got your life vest and you're pretty much just waiting for a shark or a manatee to scoop your ass up. But a manatee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck up. God, yeah, get a hold Yeah, get a hold of that leg, yeah. Exactly, boy. Bro, he's gonna hump you to death. Oh man, straight rape to death, like <laughs> For reals, but um, I guess one of the reasons I wouldn't pick the uh, dense woods is, man, all those uh, four-legged animals, man, I mean, your ass is going to get sniffed out real quick. You know, you got to keep a fire, fire is going to attract the, you know, all types of shit, you know, so that's why I feel like the ocean on a boat would be a little bit safer, and my survival probability would be a little bit higher, not much, but, you know, I feel like I'd be able to make it that one week well so like uh, you know if we're talking about just for a week like you just gotta like literally not get killed by the elements and like you know it's not like you gotta like hope someone's gonna be able to find you and get you out of there like i think the boat's pretty hard to argue against man but like i'm pretty terrified of the ocean like for real for real like i've been on open water a couple times and every time it's made me like super uncomfortable but like we've been on a cruise for a week you know what i'm saying like hell if it's a cruise ship i can go on a cruise ship for a week no one said, no one said anything about what the fuck this is oh yeah in your scenario whatever <laughs> picture you want to paint you can break it down however you want to but yeah, just so I mean, know that just know that you're stranded there yeah it's so, i mean again oh. like if i oh. like when you're on a cruise you're stranded there like and they'll get off that boat you know? <laughs> right <laughs> but oh. You know, I'm gonna assume it's like a canoe, like something I can barely sleep in. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how am I gonna cook in it? You know what I'm saying? That would be my, those would be the type of issues I'd come into, right? Like, there's where are you gonna come into like the the capacity to cook? There's no there's no trees. There's no there's no nothing to turn into fire. You can't have a fire in your wooden boat. You know, there's no rocks around to like create a safe barrier between your fire and the boat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You're gonna have to sit there and like literally starve for a week, so it's gonna be like a god awfully miserable experience. So like, I feel like there's a higher probability of me surviving on the boat, but between like the not being able to really cook and eat and like drink water, you know, like seriously, there's no fresh water on the boat. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like a, it's just like a straight up like, bro, you're gonna have to sit there and like not have food or water and like survive, like just not die for a week, which you can do. <laughs> Right, yeah. and like anyone can do that. So like it's a matter of which I'd rather do, and I'd rather go to the fucking woods because I can find some fucking shade. Like imagine just sitting in the blistering sun for a week uh, out in the ocean, you know what I'm saying? No shade, no nothing, just out on the fucking open boat, just getting cooked, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, out in, you know, out in the woods, you know, I get some shade, I fucking make me a little hut, you know what I'm saying? I'd be big silverback laying on a nest of leaves you know eating fucking berries i go forge some shit hang out <laughs> you know i fucking you know i fucking know how to you know how to make me a like rudimentary fishing rod you know so i know how to get me some worms and you know fashion a fucking makeshift hook type shit i fucking you know i fucking i'd make it you know what i'm saying you know, I'd, uh, I, I, you know there's plenty of like silly little ways to like gather fish out of a river you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't even need to, like, go hunt nothing big. But, like, truthfully, bro, like, I kill just about anything in the woods. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> make a trap. Like, really, like, make a trap. Like, it's, like, no, this is too hard. And so, you know, I don't know. I feel like the woods wouldn't be too bad, and I'd be able to make it much, 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 much more comfortable. And right. so, um, that's the way I'd play it. But I do... 
<clears throat> wholeheartedly acknowledge that like that's the place where I would get got. Like no jaguars are gonna get me on the boat. Dude. Nothing's gonna come tip my boat over. Like that isn't fucking. I mean, again, I don't, I don't know the oceans well enough too. Like you know, I don't know if the Pacific is like really fucking rocky ass waters. You know what I'm saying? You might be on a little boat for a week and your shit might get tipped. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But yep. again, oh, I, think, for sure. I think my choice when it comes right down to it is in woods. We'll go make. It. Yeah, and you know that's uh, one factor that I wanted to, uh, you know, hope that one of us could bring up too is, you know, you got to account for the waves. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a few sneaky elements that you know you just got to be aware of. I mean, you don't have to worry about mosquitoes or any other bugs. So, you know, those are where a couple of factors because, man, I was watching a documentary and uh, man, those goddamn mosquitoes were eating those uh, elk up, boy. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever turned on an episode of Naked and Afraid, which I cannot stand that program, but if you ever turn on an episode of Naked and Afraid, the one thing that, like, really drives those people crazy is getting eaten alive by the bugs. Yeah. Oh, man, all that shit's blurred out, so I never gave it a chance. I was like, man, the uncut version, I'd be all about that, but I'm trying to see a blurry blob, like, hell no, that shit's soft. I was never worried about seeing them naked anyways. I just wanted to see dorks go off in the woods and survive was the point that I liked. I didn't really, I never cared for like the dumb, I'm gonna fucking see the nudity. I didn't want to see some fucking dudes flaccid wiener flopping around or, you know, some busted middle-aged ladies fucking old saggy fucking burlap sack boobs floating around, you know what I'm saying? Like it, like that wasn't what it was about for me. I, I like to just see these people be uncomfortable and like try and figure it out, you know what I'm saying? Like they were taking like, Karen and Darren from the suburbs and dropping them off in the fucking woods and it was they were just like hating their lives the whole time. And like that was what I liked. That's hilarious. Fucking Karen and Darren. Maybe a, maybe a little bit of a story for that. Alright man, so you know, just like our plan, we definitely picked the, the opposites on that. Let's go ahead and hop into topic number three. So, which video game deserves a remake? Man, I, I feel like you should answer this one first, Steve, because I feel like my answer is going to break the internet. Okay, so um, I sent you guys an article earlier about uh, Anthony Mackie is going to be in the new uh, Twisted Metal series. Uh, oh. He's going to be playing, uh, I forget his name, he's not going to be Sweet Tooth, uh, he's going to be John Doe, the guy who had like the Camaro or whatever with the rockets on it. Definitely experienced technical difficulties there. Uh, I don't understand what that was all about, but uh, uh, it sounds like you were picking Twisted Metal, which was absolutely my choice, bro. Uh, <laughs> that was 1,000% yeah. my choice. I cannot, I was so sick that you just chose that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got a lot of games that I'd love to see remade, though. Um, but yeah, I, I I was just saying, I'd just been speaking on a second one uh, before you came back on. I was just kind of rambling on my own about it. But yeah, I can't remember what I was saying now because I'm super stoned. Swag, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's literally no telling what the hell my high ass was talking about. Um, you know, I know that I'd, I know I'd really like to see a remake of uh, Metal Gear Solid. Um, that not just any Metal Gear game, but particularly Metal Gear Solid. I think that I'm a big Metal Gear fan, and like out of all the Metal Gear games, Metal Gear Solid was the one that like really nailed it for me, right? Like it didn't get too weird. Like by the end of the Metal Gear series, man, you were like, your arms dealer was like a clown with a monkey. You know what I'm saying? And uh, 
you know, I feel like it was like kind of the, the one that broke my immersion the least with the silliness before like that studio kind of lost control of the producer Hideo Kojima. And I'd really, really love to see like that one that like really nailed all the stealth elements and like the story elements and all the everything just right for me, redone with modern graphics. Like much like, very much like how they're doing the Resident Evil games. Man, so they're actually gonna revamp the series and they're going to drop a new game without them uh, here pretty soon. Uh, I'm not sure about the timeline on it, but I'll uh, send you an article about it. You talking about it. Metal Gear? Yep. Well, you know that uh, that they made a Metal Gear just to spite Kojima. It was like a it was like a zombie survivability game or some shit, and like Kojima like condemned it. And like I actually never <laughs> even played it because it was like a silly thing. Like I don't want to fucking play a fucking zombie survivability Metal Gear Solid game. What the fuck is yeah. that? You know, it sounds stupid, but. Um, you know, there were some stuff they did cool in the, in the later games, you know, like with the, uh, they had a point where you could, like, start building your own mercenary team, like, you could go out and, like, um, you could capture guys instead of killing them, and, like, you could take them in and, like, assess their, uh, assess their, like, skill set and, like, brainwash them effectively or whatever into being, or, like, pay them better than whatever mercenary group you stole them from, like, I don't remember exactly, like, how they hooked it in for you to be like getting these guys but uh you know you could definitely like build bigger and better mercenary units like you could have like guys that were snipers and guys that were like suppress were like primary guys who would suppress or lay down suppressant fire and stuff and like you could get like the right combo of guys to make like the perfect team and stuff and like yeah, they did some real real cool stuff and so you know i just wish that like honestly i could get like the right metal gear game where it's like I could do the building of the teams. I could get the the straightforward story and stealth mechanics of like Metal Gear Solid without all the silliness of the later Metal Gear games, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be super sick. And man, that just the, what you were describing would be so dope online. Just like have everybody squat up and then just like do different missions and you know man it'd be really dope if they have like global maps so where it's like you could like drop off in hong kong then you know there'd be a squad in europe if they fail you get to bring your squad and cover that mission and you know just do a whole bunch of uh you know i guess kind of intercontinental uh type of missions so they had something similar to that going on where it wasn't really intercontinental but like they had this big shared map and you could uh you would like build up your base right and like guys would send their best units to your base and try and take it over like they would build out their like best two units they would send it to your base and try and take it over and uh you know if if you were there you could like be part of the active defense and if you weren't then like your defense team that you had built up would be there defending it against uh against whoever right but like you could never be there and like actively participate in the raid because that was like too hacky, right? Like the stealth mechanics are too good. Have a guy who's like actively controlling the game, fucking sneak into a bush and blow your brains out, you know? Like, yeah. So they just left the fucking computers to do that. But that was a really cool thing too. I never really got to do that much, but like it seemed really cool in premise. Um, you know, another thing that I've always really wanted is uh, like a uh, something with like as robust of a of like a image or as a an RPG ability of a uh, of like Skyrim. Like how, like how Skyrim is a big open environment with like, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Um, 
but how Skyrim is a big open environment and how you can like do all this leveling and stuff, but to do it in like, uh, in like, what am I trying to say? In like, in like Roman or Greek times, you know what I'm saying? Like with the Colosseum and gladiators and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would really like is, you know, a, a big open world game. I know they kind of did that with Assassin's Creed, but like, man, the Assassin's Creed games don't really hit it for me the way it needs to hit it. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I really think that like there needs to be more like a, the way Bethesda does their games in that type of setting. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Love to hear that. All right, man. So, not on the docket, but is our commissioner a scammer? Oh, I mean, Clifton. Clifton. It's it, it, it's it's a matter of like you think that that guy's not being slippery on this one thing like the guy's the guy's been slick willy on every single subject that he could ever be slick willy on you think that like this is the one thing that he's like oh i'm gonna keep my nose clean you know what i'm saying like no fucking way that guy's definitely been ganking everybody to the best visibility oh, in right. every way that he could and you better believe that like i bet if we check the receipts bro this is a little bit fucking us Oh, um, for sure. Uh, and he needs to do a 23 and me because I'm pretty sure he's a Nigerian scammer. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, you know, most people's uh, skin is made out of, you know, just regular skin. That dude's skin is made out of fleece because that boy is fleecing. That fool's skin's made out of fleece. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. You know, and I don't want to be the disgruntled dude who's in last place, but, you know, I, I've been keeping some receipts and, you know, I'm just cross-referencing and just, you know, just trying to get to the bottom of stuff, trying to figure out, you know, the strategy of everything. And it's like, bro, shit is mayhem. I've been, like, last on the wire for, like, a month. Uh, the top three players have all been grabbing players every week, and they're always at the front of it. So, you know, that little... Uh, you know, I guess soliloquy you tried to give about how the wire works. I'm like, no, nah, that's fucking cap dog. <laughs> Big cap. Bro, how sick must the league be with me in fourth right now? Oh, uh, man, they're pretty sick, man. Like, I mean, uh, I'm proud of you because if you can win a championship and get the picks that you're going to blunder next year, like, that would be, like, the ultimate win. Oh, bro, if I got the trophy this year, oh, I, I wouldn't even come to the draft next year. This league ain't worth my time. <laughs> I swear to God, I'd, I'd let Yahoo auto-draft, and, like, I'd fucking give my cell phone, to, I'd give the login to, like, Chop, and let Chop talk shit to y'all. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the fuck I'd do, bro, like, for real. Like, it, it would be, I would act such an ass. Bro, I would act such an ass. And so, for the people who are listening, we're, we're both in the Fantasy Football League. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast yet or not, but uh, I, this motherfucker Clifton, and Greg, as I was about to make my third pick in the draft, were hyping up Jake, who is it, Dobbins? What's his first name, TJ? J.K. Dobbins? They were hyping up J.K. Dobbins, talking about how fucking Baltimore feeds their running backs constantly. Their running backs always do good. He's a steal right there. Oh, uh, no, that's... No, nah, you... Shut you, up. Hey, I no, 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 no. This is my story. This is my story, and you're the motherfucker who was in on this shit. You're not going to control the narrative right now. Okay, Listen. go ahead. 
So Clifton and Greg and maybe one or two other people are hyping this motherfucker up. And I check, I check Yahoo, right? And it's showing that he's like, got a little injury, you know, messed his, you know, maybe his knees got some problems, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm serious. Motherfucker, I draft this motherfucker and Clifton and Greg lose their shit. I'm like, what is going on? And it turns out this motherfucker has a blown out ACL. They watched this man blow his leg apart the night before and they were trying, they were intentionally lying about this dude's viability open air in the draft environment so that, uh, so that whoever would make a bad move and that whoever was me and they were doing it during my draft pick and so at that point I was like man fuck this season I'm selling the farm and I sold the farm I sold my first round pick Tyreek Hill and my second round pick Travis Kelsey and uh, I think I've beat both the guys who I traded those guys to head to head and I'm ranked ahead of both those guys and I've got their draft picks next year. I've got my first round draft pick mine and Greg's second round draft pick and mine and Kev's third round draft pick bro and you throw in my fourth round pick that's a full infinity that's a full infinity gauntlet right there bro like for real I might mm-hmm. straight up just let Yahoo draft that just oh wow <laughs> if, you do, if you do you're gonna get a quarterback a kicker and Three defenses, bro. Aaron fucking let Yahoo draft his 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 team, and he got a good grade, man. I think I'm gonna be some wisdom in that. Uh, man, yeah. I mean, he's sitting in tenth place, so I mean, they did pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think the wisdom is that Yahoo doesn't know a good draft from the side of a barn. Yeah. Fred was A plus. Uh, Aaron was A plus. No, and- me and Aaron were the only A's. Everybody else was everybody else was B minus or worse because y'all trash. Yeah, right. But y'all. all right. So for everyone listening, let's go ahead and give you guys the real version of what happened. As soon as everybody got on the clock, we were doing the first round picks. Me and Greg were like, "Oh man, J.K. Dobbins is gonna have two thousand yards. Like that fool's gonna break uh, Jamal Lewis's rushing record. Like all types of outlandish shit." And, you know, our uh, commissioner chimed in as well. Uh, he didn't get his name put out there. But, uh, yeah, our commission, she was like, oh, yeah, that's, man, I'm going to try to get him at X, Y, and Z round. You know, so we're just joking around, talking about how he's going to be better than McCaffrey, a whole bunch of things. So my, so so, my story's been validated so far. Yep. And so everybody but this dude's been picked up. These are getting back up running backs. All types of other things at this point, and you know, no, that is no backup running backs been picked up in the third round. Oh yeah, and so no, nah. nah, check those receipts. Yeah, and Cliff, so y'all, Clifton's out here being inflammatory. Y'all, y'all heard my, <laughs> y'all heard my story. My story was very straightforward and believable. This man's saucing the shit up to make me sound stupid. Nah, ain't no backup running backs been drafted yet. Oh man, so maybe not any backup running backs, but you know, some middle of the mill guys and stuff like that. And you know, Dobbins, who, uh, you know, on the back end of the season was putting up, you know, a whole bunch of yards per carry. I think he was at like six and a half or so. So, you know, really productive season. The night before in the preseason game in the first quarter, <laughs> this whole tears his ACL, see him get carted off. And, you know, nobody talked about it. Uh, on the, you know, I think we did talk about it on the draft boards, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did talk about it on the draft board. We were like, holy shit, good thing we didn't uh, have the draft last week or you would have been done. Uh, Josh, who came up there with the diary. <laughs> See, this is didn't, this is again. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, listen, I don't know if it was talked about on the boards or not. This is, again, more inflammatory shit that we need receipts to validate. Oh, we got receipts? It'll take me like... 21 days to be able to scroll back that far. Well, next but, ep- next episode, I need these receipts, bro. Yeah, but uh, Yahoo's been on some bullshit all year anyway. Like, man, their projections have been, like, super weird. Um, players that are, like, literally my receiver last week was questionable. And, you know, it wasn't a bad call, but literally ran a couple of pregame snaps and got rolled out. I was like, motherfucker. And, you know, there was no way to change him out at that point, but... You know, um, yeah. It, I Except a maybe a favor from the commissioner who ain't going to help your black ass. Oh, not at all. <laughs> you know Chris, I mean? Chris out here, Aryan Brotherhood. <laughs> oh, straight, straight up, TJ got Chris on that shit. Yeah, that dude's uh, definitely running the jailhouse tactics. Woo! <laughs> 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 you know, up there using kites to deliver messages and shit, but... Hey, man, we moved up to drones, bro. Oh, Got we, got them, we, got the, we, we got them high frequency kites, bro. Yeah, straight up, man. But uh, I guess uh, while we're on the topic of football, man, uh, what are some of your surprise, uh, surprising players that you've seen this season? I ain't seen no surprise players. I ain't watched no football. Well, I mean, even if it's uh, just on the fantasy league, you know, portion or... You know, what's the player? I mean, you know, so, well, I mean, again, someone who hasn't really surprised me, but has performed well, and maybe a little better than I was expecting, was uh, Matt Stafford, man. He went to a good team and has been just lighting it up. Yeah, he has, man. Yeah, and, you know, that's for been years, fun. Yeah, and for years, you know, the Knocks been, you know, he kept, he's only made to the playoffs, like, once or twice. You know, was Megatron the source of his success? I mean, he never really does shit. And it's like uh, talent-wise, you can see it, but as far as, uh, you know, producing wins, you know, he's been at the bottom of the league, you know, since he's been around. And, That's you know, to finally... Because he's been in Detroit, man. The fucking yeah. Lions were like, no wins at all before he came around. Like, they were so bad, so bad. Yeah, so bad. And I get it, because if you look at how they run their organization, how they're literally trying to take money from Megatron after he retires... It's like, you know, that's the reason they're where they're at and why they'll never, ever sniff a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if the players know that the organization ain't looking out for the players, they're not going to want to go to that organization. But also, who wants to go to Detroit these days? Detroit's a depressing-ass city. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, Detroit has a lot of things not necessarily going for them right now. Right. Yeah, I feel that. And I think whenever you got, like, old-ass owners, uh, they're still used to the... 1980 the 1990s where it's like you know you could shoot a player poorly and it was really hard for that information to get around uh nowadays you know just through the sports podcast i listen to you know players are like texting each other like hey how's the management there how's the coach x y and z and you know they're able to get a lot more first-hand info so they're able to check the atmosphere of the organization versus you know a dude that is offered a lot of money from a team and he goes there just not knowing really what the situation is, so man, you know, that's one of the pros of a uh, you know having the internet. 
Man, I still can't believe what Tom Brady does to football teams. Bro. That's... Like, man, if it were Tom Brady, Belichick would be coaching Bartlett right now, bro. Oh, 100%. That dude. Like, everybody thought that it was Bill Belichick that whole time, and it turned out to be straight up Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. And, man. Yeah. I feel yeah, like pretty... that guy definitely had to strike a deal with the devil. To be as good as he is, like that's like sold his soul type of talent and type of longevity. You know, saying like yeah. like like people would sell their soul for that type of physical ability and like ability to play quarterback, and people would sell their soul to be able to play quarterback for as long as he's done it. You know, what I'm saying like he's yeah. got like multiple fucking of these like sell your soul things going. You know what I'm saying? I feel like exactly. I really feel like that guy has to just like when he gets home, just like football spike kittens into the concrete. To like to just like satiate whatever demon lives inside of him that allows him to play quarterback so effectively and for so long, it like defies reason, it defies everything. Like you just after throwing the football that many times, his shoulder ought to be fucking a spaghetti bar. You know, he just it just ought to be a noodle. We're like, how does he do that? And then, and then beyond that, he comes in and like changes football teams. Like he's straight up like, bro, what? Really, really. Do we remember what what I mean? You're a Tampa Bay fan. Do you remember what Tampa Bay's record was the year before he went there? Seven and nine. Okay, took a sub 500 team, and in one year took them to the Super Bowl. I mean, goddamn! Yeah. Like that's listen. If that if that did not absolutely concrete his status as goat, then nothing will. Right. So you know what he did on that playoff run, right? Yeah, beat Washington, no big deal, number one defense, but, you know, they still had Taylor Heineke that game. Retired Drew Brees, damn, they retired Aaron Rodgers, beat fucking Patrick Mahomes. Like, I mean, that's a fucking super-duper run. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't no, it wasn't no pack of slouches at all. Yep, it's like... Enough. It's it's so crazy, man. It's such a it's such a wild bill. I, I still can't believe it, to be honest. Hey, did you see uh, that fleece that happened during the uh, Bucks game? Ah, oh, bro, this dude. Oh my god, I, I I don't feel bad for him, but so Tom Brady throws his 600 touchdown, uh, you know, the most in league history. Blah blah blah, bro. Uh, Mike Evans hands the fan the football. You know, they're celebrating, and then afterwards, they're like, oh, shit, that was the 600th uh, touchdown ball. We got to go get it. So they're like, hey, man, you know, can we get the ball back? Their dude was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. You know, they gave him a different football. So that football is worth, right now, today, probably worth about 500 to 700K. And, you know, obviously, it's going to go up throughout time, all that good stuff. Guess what? He got in return for that. What? They gave him two season tickets for the next two years. They gave him a thousand dollar store credit to the buck shop <laughs> and one bitcoin. <laughs> Man, one bitcoin ain't terrible, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I write them would have been haggling. Oh. I went like, look, man, this is a business deal. Like, this is my property <laughs> by all rights, right? Like, like Bro, this is I'm my. This is my fucking football. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to not give it to y'all. But, like, I want half the money y'all get off this motherfucker. Bro, there wouldn't have been a haggle with me. I would have just walked out of the stadium and just posted it on eBay and just sat my ass right down. 
I feel like, man, if, if they were on top of me, well, yeah, I mean, you're you're right. If that were me, and I got that football, I would have immediately put that shit under my arm and walked straight out of the football field. They'd have been like, yeah. oh, that was a 600th football. And I'd have been like, in my car. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so that, that's the truth. But if I, <laughs> but if they, if, but if I didn't have, like, if I, if I didn't have the presence of mind to know that was a 600 touchdown, and I was just like, oh, cool. I got a yeah. football. And they mm-hmm. came back and were like, hey, man, that's the 600th fucking touchdown football. You need, you, we need that back. I'll be like, ah, yeah, nah, y'all need to, y'all are gonna have to give me like half of whatever y'all get. Like, we got a contract. Like, I need a thousand dollars to stick. And then I'll take, and then I'll take half of whatever you guys sell this motherfucker for when y'all sell it for minus this thousand dollars. Exactly. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I heard that A Rod, whenever he had like a, might have been like his 500 home run or, you know, some record that he had broken at the time, the dude who caught the ball, they were like, hey man, you know, we're going to need that baseball. He's like, you thought. You thought? <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. man. Yeah. My man. Yeah, yeah now nah, Homeboy got his money for sure. Uh, let me see how much that sold for. Right. What is it you're looking up? A-Rod's what? Uh, baseball, whenever uh, A-Rod what had broken a record, yep. Yeah. Was like, a, he, A-Rod broke a, broke a home run record? Uh, his 3,000 hit ball. His 3,000 hit ball was a home run? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, wow. I don't know if it was, Yeah, I believe it was a home run. Let's Damn, see you that can't script for. that shit. Exactly. Fucking yeah, juicing. Uh, A-Rod's a fucking man, bro. Anybody who's able to fucking turn steroids into chewing gum or gummies, bro, that's fucking savage. That ain't him. That's his fucking... That's his chemist. You know what I'm saying? They, he, got a, he got a chemist on deck. They got the world's dopest scientist. Oh, exactly, man. Yeah, let me see. All right, so man. fan who caught A-Rod's uh, 3,000 hit doesn't plan to give it to player. Uh, let's see here. Doesn't plan to give it to player. <laughs> no, yeah. man. Uh, let me see. Yankee personnel quickly made their way over to Hample to try to negotiate a deal that would result in him giving A-Rod the ball. No dice. Apple does not like that. Uh, Rodriguez has been linked to performance enhancing drugs, which played into his decision not get the ball back. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, but anywho, homeboy, he got the bag. But yeah, definitely got the bag. It was probably A Rod who bought that shit back from him. Oh, 100%. I mean, like, he's you know, got you like know, a you billion know. dollars. Yeah, I mean, like, I'd just be like, bro, give me a million dollars. Yeah. Like, I want, I want a million dollars. Damn. Hell yeah. God like, damn. I need to start going to more. In a briefcase. Yeah. Now, you know what? I'd be like, I wanted in all $1 bills, and I want Jayla to deliver it so I can throw a pile of it at her. Outstanding. I don't think he's got that type of power. Yeah. Like, oh, could no, you man. imagine trying to control JLo? My God, no way. She oh, gonna do. Ex- she gonna do exactly what the fuck she wants. Oh man, you better tell her they're going to dinner, and then I can just show up. Like, <laughs> the, like the venue or where it happens at matters none to me. It's just 
like even if I have to like briskly walk by and just throw it, whatever's got to happen. Perfect. Yep. But shit, man, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Uh, anything you want to cover before we get out of here? Oh, I mean, I'm actively watching the uh, some MMA. You know, I always like to talk about MMA. There's a real, real big fight card coming up where uh, they're having the rematch of uh, Kamaru Usman and Colby Covington. And what? Yeah, that's like this weekend. Um, and there's what? a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's there's a few big fights on. Yeah, I'm real, real excited. And there was a good night. There was a good set of fights on this last weekend. Um, there's literally fights on right now the, the PFL so uh, I really like what PFL does man I don't know if anybody's familiar with PFL or Professional Fighters League or whatever they call it oh, I got um, a bracket going on that bro they got a they got like a dual ESPN and they got Randy Couture and Kenny Florian in the booth and they're like two OGs I really like what they do they have like a smart cage that like tracks and scores like how these fighters do so like basically at the end of the fight the smart cage decides who it thinks is the winner the mm-hmm. fans decide who they think are the winner the both the commentators decide who they think is the winner and they compare and contrast that to the to the scorecards of the judges in like this attempt at like shining the light on and maintaining account and maintaining accountability with the judging which is okay. dope like i really love how it's like all open like that um so I think that's real neat. They do a few things that are real cool, and they also do a, a tournament. And so, like, this whole tournament is coming to a head tonight um, where I think they, they've got six belts that are that are on the line. And uh, and, the, and the main event is going to be Kayla Harrison just eating some other chick at, 150, at 155. I think they fight at 155, and Kayla Harrison is, like, a world eater. She's, like, yeah. she's like the bell cow of the whole organization. And so... Uh, It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. But I mean, outside of that, man, you know, um, I recently moved, which was nice. Uh, I mean, it's been having a bunch of stuff moving around on the personal end and stuff. But uh, I got a I got a painting made of my dog, Neji. Oh shit! Yeah, I also oh, yeah. had I also had a I also had a painting made of uh, Chris's dog, um, uh, and also and I also had a painting made of Aaron's dog. And those recently came in, um, which is which is really dope. I'm really really proud of them. Um, I went with like a went with like a chick on Instagram, which you know had its fallbacks. Right, it took a little bit of time to get it shipped. Uh, one of them was slightly damaged, right? But I mean, it's cool. I was able to like put some cash in like some chick's pocket. And, you know, these are like cool paintings and shit. So you know, it's a cool deal all in all. All right, man. Got to keep the uh, ecosystem flowing. Yeah, well, you know, it's like I figured the the cash. You know, she she definitely like took that cash and like went to like bought groceries or fucking more art supplies or like what the fuck happened? You know, like was a human with that money, right? Whereas like, a corporation yeah. is just like gonna like hoard it and like pay some salary to some fucking asshole somewhere who's gonna like put that shit into like his BMW payment or whatever. And like, I think that's cool. Like, it all is like ultimately gonna like make its way back into the economy hopefully you know what i'm saying maybe albeit a much more slowly and maybe a smaller percentage of it right but i feel like literally like that girl doesn't have a single dollar of that money left anymore like she would live and spend all that shit to, like live her life you know which is cool that's exactly what i wanted and you know I, I hopefully she went and like got more art supplies so she keep doing art and yeah, that's what i want so yeah 
Hell yeah, man. Well, shit, I think that's going to wrap this up for this week, man. Appreciate you for joining, and we'll be back sometime next week. Gang, gang. Peace. Peace.